Hi, besties. You're listening to Long Distance BFF. I'm Tristan. And I'm Samantha. We're your new best friends. Each episode, we'll dive into friendship head first. We'll talk about celebrity friendships, heartwarming friendships, and maybe share some tips to keep your friendship strong along the way. We're the friendship experts. Hi, besties. Hi, besties. We are back with the third installment of our (laughs) Firefly Lane friendship series. The third and final. Right. So that they aren't, have you seen if they are making any more? Because there was a second book. Possibly, but this is book one of this series, the first book that they did the series on is over but yeah I read the second book I know you didn't no did you no no I didn't read the second book (laughs) but um yeah so there there could be I, I I assume there probably will be I think it was a pretty popular show so I think they'll go on with it so I didn't care for the book Mm -hmm. but the movie or the the movie (laughs) the show was good yeah so because they changed it enough to where it was it was really good but I have to say so this was very I'm just going to admit it that this was very triggering for me I have anxiety and part of my anxiety is fear that I'm going to something's going to happen to me to where my family has to drop everything yeah so before you say anything let's just give a spoiler warning we are going to talk about what happens at the end of this book and the end of this series. So if you haven't watched it, watch it before you listen. If you, if you don't want to be spoiled. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. Go ahead. You were saying something very important, but yes, I have a huge, like it, it's, it's a big fear for me, like a deep-rooted fear, not just. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I think it's a fear I, for everyone. That would everyone. really be awful to have that happen. Like, yeah, of course it would, but I actually have anxiety over it, and yeah. it's this deep-rooted fear that something's going to happen, and my whole family is going to have to put their lives on hold and and yeah. go through this and watch me deteriorate. And that is so. It was very triggering for me, which was a huge reason I did not want to watch this. Mm-hmm. But after watching it, I'm really glad I did. It was good. Mm-hmm. But there was like moments where it was, you know, obviously it's upsetting. Yeah. Yeah. It's but, sad. But yes, but we're not here to talk about me. We're here to talk about <laughs> Tully and Kate. <laughs> the friendship. Yes. So what Sam is saying is if this is a major fear of yours, this is all that this last part of season two is about. It's about Kate's death yes her the process of her dying and it is really sad and her just kind of closing up her life just kind of wrapping things up and making sure people are going to be okay and yeah it's it's sad right so we ended season two part one with Kate discovering that she has breast cancer Mm-hmm. So yeah, and Tully has left the right. country to right. go do this documentary because she's like, "Well, I have nothing here anymore." Because they got in that big fight because Tully was driving with Mara in the car, drunk, and got in an accident. It wasn't the accident wasn't her fault, 
but she was under the influence and and Mara got hurt pretty badly and Kate was not going to forgive her right and understandably so mm-hmm. <laughs> it makes sense um I think too it I don't know if it was necessarily just I know we're going back on to the other mm-hmm. season but I don't know if it was necessarily just that incident that finally no. made Kate crack I think it was a series of incidences where Tully proved herself to be irresponsible mm-hmm. and I think it'd be it'd be just an accident if it was just an accident then it was an accident but uh Mara was not even supposed to be out of the house mm-hmm. Mara wasn't supposed to be going anywhere you know there was like all these things that happened that proved that Tully is very irresponsible and mm-hmm. so I don't think it was necessarily just the crash that upset her I yeah, think it I was agree. a series of all the things yeah. And they just had years of resentment, I think. Mm-hmm. There was Tully, we've talked about this in our previous podcast about this. She is a selfish, just self-absorbed, only thinks about her wants and her needs most of the time. Every once in a while, she'll think about other people, think about Kate and Mara and Johnny and what's best for other people. But most of the time she is just a self-absorbed person. I think Tully needed this to grow. Unfortunately, it was at the expense of Kate dying, but Tully Mm -hmm. really grew through this last, through this Mm -hmm. last season. It was, um, it was nice seeing Tully become more all about Kate instead of the Tully show. It was the Kate show. She still did yeah. things that were very selfish, but she had a lot of growth. Yeah. So when she first saw Kate, that because she walks in after getting all of these messages, she was out of the country. She didn't have her phone. She got all of these messages from Kate saying, I need to talk to you. Uh, something's going on all of this stuff and so when she finally months I guess or weeks whatever it was later comes over she walks in the house and I can't remember who it was Johnny was just like she's upstairs and she opens the door and Kate is sitting on her bed frail sick bald from chemo Mm -hmm. what do you think was going through Tully's mind well first off I have to say before I forget this part if I was somewhere and I saw a million messages from you, I would not wait to be like, mm-hmm. you know what? I'll see her hopefully in a week. I'm flying back now. It doesn't go over how much time had passed since she saw. Yeah. You're assuming pretty soon. Like she mm-hmm. saw the messages, but she still had to fly home. There was still something that had to go on. But she's just at the front door. I would not be able to wait. If you were calling Mm -hmm. me, I need you. I'm yes. I would get in route to you, Mm -hmm. but I would be on the phone prior and being like, I'm here. I'm here. I'm so sorry. I was out of service. What's going on? Mm -hmm. I'm on my way. I think that was just the TV shock factor. Yeah. Yeah. The theatrics of it. She just had to show up. So, but I did have to say that's something that real friends I don't think would do. We would call each other immediately. Mm -hmm. And then to your question, what would I think? I would cry. (laughs) (laughs) If I saw you like that, it would kill me. Stop. (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm sure I'm sure Tolly was upset. What I would be thinking, that would tear me apart. I know. Well, that would be just to watch somebody that you love. I mean, I feel like your family, you know, to watch anybody that you love family go through something that like that would be devastating. And to see to see them deteriorate and to go through chemo, which which makes you so sick, would just oh, be yeah. Yeah, it's awful. not just a death, it's the deterioration of that person. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, this whole time I am not a Tully fan. I've never been a Tully fan, but I kind of became one a little bit mm-hmm. watching this because she did so many things. There was a few moments that hit really home for me was when Tully saw those messages in the car. Mm -hmm. She sees she's like finally get service. She looks and she sees 18 missed calls and stuff. Yeah. And she, Catherine Heigl's a great actress, but I saw this look on her face where she's like that realization that something is wrong. Mm -hmm. And I've had that with you. Like I've Mm -hmm. had those conversations where you send a message. We need to talk. And I know immediately something's wrong. Something's wrong with her. And I need to be there. She, I don't think she understood the magnitude of it. Yeah. But that look on her face, I as soon as she did it, I knew, I know that feeling. I've had that mm-hmm. before where I'm like, what is it? I have to yes. f- be there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Whenever we call each other, because we rarely, unless unless it's like there's a reason we would be calling, like if I'm on my way up to see you or something, yeah. if we call each other out of the blue, something's up. Text, even just a text, hey, can we talk? That's pretty important. Yeah. Or like, hey, I need to call you because we just Marco Polo all the time. But yeah, yeah, even like a text of, hey, I need to call you and talk to you about something. That's pretty important. But if it was just an out of the blue call, I would be nervous that it was like Rodney calling me. Right. (laughs) Telling me something's wrong. (laughs) Yeah. So we have those moments. So that really hit home when I saw her look at those messages and Catherine Heigl's amazing acting. I, I knew I felt it. I felt that same pit in your stomach what Mm -hmm. is it yes and then so the first part of this few episodes how many episodes was it six I think so the first few of them they're still they are fighting she's gonna be okay like she's had chemo she's having treatment she's having a mastectomy and things seem like they're going to be okay Mm -hmm. but then it gets to the point where the doctor calls and is like no it's it's not it's spread tully immediately tries to use her connections her celebrity to find help yeah she's not gonna let this go she's not not gonna let kate give up she's gonna get her into studies trials all of that stuff i think that's that's something that any friend would do they found one that was going to let her in and then kate said no I'm done. Well, I and that was before they found out that it mm-hmm. went to her brain. And then it was like, mm-hmm. well, now they won't accept her. And yeah. that was really hard. And that's to to finally have to give up and say, mm-hmm. I'm done. But yeah, there was a lot of forgiveness through this one. When they go doing, the, when they do the flashback. So they always have like these, mm-hmm. you know, it's how there's it's, like different. Yeah, we've talked about it before. There's their childhood there's their like middle kind of 20s 20s to 30s life and then their 40s and stuff yeah Yeah. 
But there was, Tully was still terrible mm-hmm. in all of her, like, younger, I just didn't see a lot of support from her. Mm-hmm. There was nothing. Well, when, so, so when Kate was pregnant and they, her and Johnny got married and then they got pregnant really fast and Johnny had a little bit of a freak out and just took off and left to go figure things out and Kate called Tully and Tully was like I will be there we'll raise this baby together you know that was a little moment but you know she wasn't going to follow through with that she was not the type of person that would help stay and help raise a baby but she at least said it yeah and I could see us doing that Mm -hmm. I think off the top of my head probably the best friendship moment would be when Kate is trying to breastfeed Mm-hmm. And she has people. So Kate is having trouble breastfeeding. Mara will not latch. She's not making enough milk. It's just, it's terrible. And she's trying so hard. She has a lactation consultant. She has her mom coming at her and saying, you don't have to. Then she has her brother saying, you need to. And then mm-hmm. she has the lactation consultant shaming mean. her. Yeah, yeah. Shaming her for not relaxing or trying hard enough and then you have Johnny who's like please stop just do something (laughs) (laughs) and she's so conflicted and then she gets that one message Mm -hmm. from Tully who's like let it go it's fine Mm -hmm. and she needed that yeah she needed her best friend's advice because everyone was giving her advice and she didn't take any of it she was just panicking Mm-hmm. but she needed her best friend's advice. It didn't matter how much Johnny was telling her the same thing Tully was yeah. telling her. But as soon as Tully said it, mm-hmm. she was like, you're right. <laughs> yeah. She finally gets to relax. And sometimes you need your best friend to tell you that's the mm-hmm. only person you can listen to. Cause they just know you at such a different deep level and to have mm-hmm. their acceptance. And then she had this amazing, she like got to be a mom. Yeah. And I I felt so happy, but what a great friend moment. And they didn't actually even talk. It was yeah. just a message that Tully left. Like, oh, by the way. Yeah. Let it go. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> and it's funny because Tully hadn't even been through motherhood or breastfeeding or anything. She just needed, Kate knew what she needed to do. She just needed to hear somebody that she loved and trusted to say that say it's okay you're gonna be just fine so another moment that I give Tully a point for (laughs) Mm -hmm. because she hasn't gotten many points over the years but she gets some more points for this when she had the boob party (laughs) so Kate had to have a mastectomy and Tully threw her just it wasn't a party for everybody it was just like a party for them yeah a little boob party and to say goodbye Mm -hmm. they made little molds of their boobs yes and talked about how beautiful they are and all this stuff and I think Kate was a little bit in denial she just wanted to get rid of them she was yeah she was like what does this matter I don't care I don't want these yeah and then wow, okay, I really am saying goodbye to this, to these. And I think she needed that closure of that, Mm -hmm. like, part of her life to say goodbye to her breasts. Yeah. And I think that was, that was very sweet of Tully to see that even though Kate was downplaying it, it's fine, I can't wait to get rid of them, Mm -hmm. to know that she might need a little more. Yeah, she needed that little goodbye and just some best friend time. 
And she did. And then I know this isn't about best friends, but Mm -hmm. this is about Kate and her husband. I just have to do this Mm -hmm. one plug that very night. Like Johnny comes in, she's in the shower washing the plaster off of her chest Mm -hmm. and stuff. And, and he comes in and they don't show it, but I imagine like, He's they kind of leave. He's yeah. saying his goodbyes to her breasts yes. as well, <laughs> and I think that that's it's something kind of sweet that they that mm-hmm. totally gave him that moment mm-hmm. because Kate was not looking at herself as a as her breasts as being beautiful or anything, and yeah. totally kind of gave that to her. So then she it gave that mm-hmm. to her so she could give it to Johnny. <laughs> yeah, she could have that moment with her husband. Yes. Because we're talking about their marriage, I thought those last episodes of Johnny and Kate's marriage was really beautiful. He just crappy as he had been throughout the series. He's yeah. um, you know, as a husband and the the last bit, he he really he really was a good husband. Yeah, he did step up and and do the best that he could. Mm-hmm. So they had a little part in, I think it was the beginning, because they always kind of show a little snippet of the future to make you think like, oh, something weird's happening. Mm-hmm. So they show a little snippet of the future of a wedding. Mm-hmm. And Johnny is standing there and he kind of makes it seem like he's maybe the groom. And then it kind of makes it seem like Tully is the bride. Now, I read the books. Well, we read the books, so we knew that that wasn't the case. But I, I'm sure that happens, that a husband or a wife dies and they go on to marry the best friend. But how how do you feel about that? Well, Kate did give her approval that if mm-hmm. they wanted to get together, mm-hmm. that they could. They did have a past. Yeah. I think all this you forget they did. That, they were together first. They were together first. They, I think you kind of forget. It's been mm-hmm. a while. You forget that they did have a past and they don't touch on it or talk about it. So I have heard of somebody that their husband passed away and they the girl started dating his best friend within a couple months mm. of his passing. So it yeah. is very possible i mean it, i th- i think it's more common than it seems I think and so. although i ooh, i hate to say this because i'm not in their shoes mm-hmm. so i'm not judging anybody so i think on the outside all of us looking in think that that seems really awful mm-hmm. but trying to put myself in their shoes this is somebody that also loved that person yeah and that you're close with and you've been through this same traumatic event of the death of somebody you love and a lot of times friends are similar so maybe they're seeing some of their Mm -hmm. husband or some of their wife or whatever in that other person that's not what happens in the book it's the that little flash forward is just kind of thrown in there as a what do you call it like a red herring (laughs) to make the viewers (laughs) think that that that's going to happen so there's another moment when the girls are young and kate stuffs her bra with tissues Tully comes in and is like, whoa, Mm -hmm. you can't, you can't do this. Kate is pretty adamant that she's going to do it. And I feel like Kate of Tully in that moment is like, okay, she's going to do this no matter what. So she's like, let me fix it. Mm -hmm. Takes half of it out and rounds it a little bit and tries to make it a little more normal. And I think that that is a good, we've talked in the past about friendships and 
how do you tell somebody that you don't like that or or that yeah, they shouldn't that do it? Yeah, that a bad idea. Mm-hmm. But Without... still be sensitive. Still be mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To still be sensitive. And so she, I feel like, especially for her age and for being Tully, she approached that very well. At first, she was like, no. Yeah. And when she saw that it was hurting Kate's feelings, let me help she you. Scaled back. <laughs> Let's, yeah. Yeah. So I would rather you not wear any tissue. But if you're going to, let's at least do this right. Yes. (laughs) So good friendship moment. Good job, Tolly. Another point. So I think this whole last half of this season, Kate and Tolly just really got along well, even with their flashbacks. And so I think Mm -hmm. it was just kind of wrapping it up into this pretty little package to say oh their friendship was really great mm-hmm. when if you watched the whole thing there was more I thought there you know looking from the outside watching the show there was more bad than good I am surprised that there wasn't more problems with Tully getting the part of Juliet because mm-hmm. Kate wanted it oh yeah granted Kate bombed the audition she did and she was going through the stuff with that boy so mm-hmm. I think that that kind of distracted her from from the stuff that Tolly was doing. But I felt like it was just another thing like, oh, Tolly's mm-hmm. better than Kate, which isn't Tolly's fault. Yeah. And I know we talked about that on the other podcasts. It's not Tolly's fault, but still, it's got to be so annoying. Mm-hmm. So I was reading an article about the show and Catherine Heigl had some stuff to say about the friendship that I wanted to read. She said, it's not some fairy tale version of female friendship. There's a lot of resentment under the surface. There's a lot of things that go unsaid. There's a lot of feeling. For me, I think, I don't know, maybe we just have a fairy tale friendship. (laughs) But I don't think that's real life. I don't think that real life good friendships have that much resentment and conflict and back and forth over boys and jobs and and stuff yeah and and I think it's because Kate can put up with a lot because I don't think a normal person would put up with the stuff that Tully did she did a lot of terrible things yeah yeah so so yeah Heigl Catherine Heigl goes on to say from Kate's perspective she can't really speak her truth to Tully or be her strong self with Tully that Tully takes over and a lot of that feels to me very relatable and very honest in terms of our relationships with one another throughout this life and who says that Catherine Heigl Catherine Heigl says that, that Kate is kind of on the back burner. Tully just takes over everything. And, and I think at the end of Kate's life, Tully taking over was a good thing. She needed that, but to take over throughout (laughs) your friendship and throughout life is not good. Yes, I completely agree. So she says another thing, watching them love each other and struggle with each other and then have all these fabulous memories and moments and time together. I think it speaks to all of us. And that's what life is about. Those relationships and those memories and those moments and how we deal with each other and how we continue to love each other despite disappointments and resentments. 
I mean, I think we have a lot of fabulous memories and moments together without the resentment part (laughs) and disappointments. I mean, I guess there's definitely been times that I've been disappointed about things, but it's never something that you've done to purposefully, and I guess Tully wasn't purposefully trying to hurt Kate, but. Well, I think every there, that is realistic for any friendship. To a certain degree, not to that extreme. Like totally, mm-hmm. I, and, and it's, it's a show, yeah. So it's extremes. It's- like yes, there's times. Whatever we talked, we've talked in the past about jealousies, and you know things that you and I've done to each other when we were kids, and things like that. So those things are normal, mm-hmm. but it's just exaggerated so much from, for the TV. For the yeah. TV, yeah. So it is That's a true. lot. It's upsetting yeah. sometimes. Okay, we don't have a lot of time left, and I really want to bring up the actual moment of death. <laughs> okay, yes, in the show because I wasn't super happy with Tully being the one that was there. It was just her and Kate sitting out on the balcony watching the sunset or whatever they were doing, and Tully. Le- I mean, I guess Kate was more alone. Tully walked away for a minute. And then came back and Kate was gone. But Tully was the one that discovered her. And I don't know. I just feel like, especially with how her and Johnny were so close there at the end. Mm -hmm. I don't know. That just bothered me. And I guess it's because Tully, of all of the stuff that Tully had done in the past, I'm still holding resentments against her. Mm -hmm. But. Yes, I, I agree. I really would have loved it to be Johnny. But I think for the show's sake, yeah. it had to be Tully because that was the that was whole, the it, it rounded it out. Yeah, you know, they, they were, were the there in the beginning. Girls. She was there. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is Firefly Lane because this is about Kate and Tully. Mm-hmm. So Johnny is definitely a part of it, but this is about Kate and Tully. So I could see why they made it that way. Mm-hmm. It was very upsetting. How much did you cry watching this? <laughs> I was so I was watching it on my TV in bed and I held it together and Josh came in and was like laying next to me going to sleep and he was on his computer or something and it that happens and then it ends and there's a few more minutes of of stuff and I turned it off and I roll over like away from Josh to have, you know, cause I'm definitely crying, but I'm trying to not be outwardly sobbing. <laughs> and my asshole husband goes, are you okay after that? <laughs> Men can be jerks for sure. Yeah. But I think he did it on purpose. He knew that I wasn't okay. He's like, are you okay? <laughs> and then of course I was like, <laughs> no. Uh, how can I be okay? <laughs> <laughs> Did you just see that? <laughs> it was awful. Yes. No, I'm the same way. I cried the whole uh-huh. ding show. Yeah. And then how Kate knew that Tully was not going to be able to go into that church for the funeral. And so she had this little box with a letter, the book that she wrote set oh. up and music for Tully to listen to while she was waiting outside and that was special yeah that really was it was 
I think that the only bright side of slowly deteriorating is that, is that you, you can get prepare, time yeah. to say goodbye. You get time to prepare. Yeah. And so that was one thing that's a really neat gift to give to your family after you've gone just a little piece of something that makes you mm-hmm. kind of feel like you're still there. Mm-hmm. That's what we're doing with this podcast. Are you glad you watched it? I know I forced you to the whole time. You did force me, but I'm glad I watched it. It's emotional, but I'm mm-hmm. I'm I'm glad I did. I already read the book, so I knew what was happening. I knew what was going to happen. I think that's the hardest part is everybody who came into this was probably hoping for a happy ending, mm-hmm. especially when they started giving a little hope at the end. You're like, mm-hmm. oh, this is great. Or in the middle of it, you know, they're like, yeah. oh, this is going to be great. Like, this is wonderful. Ha ha ha. You didn't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> if you're, I told Rodney. Because I love Kristen Hanna books. She's mm-hmm. amazing. She's the one who wrote Firefly Lane, like the book. But when you read her books, you never know who's going to die because she will Mm-mm. kill off everybody. She'll kill off main characters. She'll kill off children. Like oh. <laughs> she don't mess around. She yes. doesn't. So when you get into a Kristen Hanna book. Be ready to feel. Be ready. If someone's starting to die and you think, oh, maybe they'll stay alive. Nope. She'll kill them off. She doesn't mm-hmm. care. They will die. So you, some of these people, they don't know that. They think they're just watching an innocent show. It was written by Kristen Hanna. There's <laughs> going to be something tragic in it. Uh, I know. Did you ever read The Nightingale? I did. I've read a lot uh, of her books. I've read The Nightingale, Four Winds. Mm-hmm. I didn't like that one. Very Is much. that what it's Who called? Who died in that one? Did was it died? called Four Winds? Yeah. Where it, there was... They moved yeah. to the, yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I read that one. I didn't I like read that this. One. Winter Garden. I read Winter Garden. Thank you. <laughs> that was my first if Kristen you, Hannah book. I didn't a, know. I didn't know. If you need a good cry, <laughs> read Winter Garden. If you loved the death in Firefly Lane, you're really going to love <laughs> Winter Garden. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Love you, best friend. Love you, best friend. If you have a bestie question or comment or have a request, reach out to us via email at samandtrisldbff at gmail.com or message us through our Instagram, Long Distance BFF. Long Distance BFF.